All right, you're listening to Real Presence Radio, our live drive in force, 877-795-0122, or go to realpresenceradio.com to make your contribution. We want to thank Mark from Bismarck for uh, a nice contribution that uh, that he uh, let us know. This is in Thanksgiving for my beautiful wife, he says. Now, that's something else that we should tell people. You know, you can, you can make your contribution in honor or in memory of somebody else, in gratitude for something... Uh, uh, some sort of a message that you would like us to share, some message of hope or inspiration. So thank you, Mark. Thank you for having a beautiful wife. That earned us a little bit of money ourselves. <laughs> I'm Deacon Dan Goshi, and uh, I'm going to turn this over now to Father Daniel Weiske. We're broadcasting from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd. And what is this What is this segment called again? The uh, I think it's called the Incredible Parish Challenge. That's right, the Incredible mm-hmm. Parish Challenge. Okay. So we were invited to take part in this challenge, Okay. which um, I think you know, it's just a way to highlight what is the Lord doing in some of our parishes? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess a, a little spirit of competition apparently is part of the program, but um, what is the Lord doing? What are God's people doing out in the world around our listening area? And here in the Brainerd area, we have some beautiful parishes. Um, before I was ordained, I got to know the reputation of the parishes here and that there was there was something here, there was some life here. You know, people were uh, devoted, they're sacrificial, they're, you know, living in the Holy Spirit. and uh, But we also today have with us uh, a more objective perspective on Ooh. the scene, I would say. Her name is Melina. Hey. Uh, Melina Burcham, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. She's so objective that we hired her as parish secretary. Oh, okay. Yeah, good. so now yes. I'm no good. longer objective. Oh, I, get, right? I get paid to talk positively. <laughs> 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 jokes, jokes. <laughs> oh, goodness. But no, good to have you with us today and always, because uh, it's legal to have someone here to partake in streaming or broadcasting, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's, mm-hmm. Um, it's in Minnesota. Yeah. That's, Minnesota. that's legal. We're so. Okay. Uh, we're all allowed to be here. Okay, yeah. Should I step out? Um, only for mass. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, you know, as we think about the parishes here, see, I, like I said, I had uh, visited and got to know a little bit about them before I was assigned here, but then I've been privileged, really, to live here for some years and serve as a priest. But Melina just moved here, what, was it a year ago now? Just a year ago, yeah. I'm celebrating my one-year work anniversary at the hospital uh, uh, on the 13th. So not that I'm excited for that or anything, wow. but you know. Oh, tomorrow? Yeah. Uh, today, no, today's, today's the, the 12th. 11th. Today's the 12th? Oh, yes. I think, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, cool. That? Tomorrow, wow. yeah. Yeah, really excited. Amazing. So. so, but just the perspective, you know, what did you notice when you came here about some of the blessings here, the, the good people here, the Lord's work here? Yeah, so I moved here, yeah, just around a year ago. Um, I graduated from the University of Mary out in Bismarck, North Dakota. Um, And coming to this area, I grew up about 45 minutes north of here. Um, I, you know, I think it was one thing to think about I kind of knew what to expect, but not really. And um, it was a difference between you know, the last time I had left home, I was 18 and I was in the parish that I had been in all mm-hmm. all my growing up years. But now it was me being an adult, taking on these adult responsibilities and getting to choose the parish I was going in uh, to live in and, you know, do my sacramental life in. And um I think it's funny. I want to share the story about um, Katie Jacobson, who will be on next hour, um, that my first week here, there was uh, Theology on Tap happening at our uh, local bar here. And I 
was really hesitant to go. I am not the type of person that goes to very large social events, but um, my sister was like, you should go for at least a half an hour, just see if you can, you know, find someone, start to find that community, different things like that. And I remember getting there and I went, I, I saw all these people, but I didn't recognize anyone. And so I went to the booth the very farthest away that I could from the entrance um, and just kind of sat there. And I literally sat on my phone watching the seconds like tick by. And and I'm like, hey, where are you know, 20 minutes, 25 minutes, uh, and I uh, I even cried a little bit. Not gonna lie, I went to the bathroom and I had a little sob sesh, and uh, I was like, oh my gosh, like I have no idea what's gonna happen. Very nervous. Um, but then I uh, was getting ready to leave. Um, Dan Johnson, who will also be on next hour, was calling all of you priests up to the front for the Q&A, which was the theme of the night. And I was like, okay, this is my chance. I did my half hour, <laughs> it's time to go. And I went to go stand up and I turn around and Katie Jacobson is standing there and she's like, hi, sticks out her hand. My name's Katie Jacobson, like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, I'm getting ready to leave. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> and she invites me and she just says, come sit with our friends. And so um, I met Lauren and a couple other people from the parish. And then she was like, you know, I don't recognize you. And I'm I'm new here. And then she said, you know, got to know more about me and found out that I like to do music. And was like, hey, you should join our choir. And, uh, you know, immediately I went from knowing no one, having no friends or no contact with anyone around here to being sucked into <laughs> 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 this person already in the choir like what the heck and uh just from from there it's been it's been it's been a fast uh like i said you know almost getting sucked into the parish life right right and now drawing others in too i mean melina's a joyful person well he actually has been involved heavily in the mission of the church over the past years of um, the church you know at you mary and and uh, youth ministry and yeah. um but Katie, too, it's like it's interesting. I, what I see here is so often there are people that uh, someone's reached out to them mm-hmm. or they've showed up at something and someone actually you know, specifically goes to engage them, greet them, welcome them, say, hey, come, come, you know, sit with us. Let's, you know, chat. And then that cycle kind of continues, which yeah. is how it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's it's such a spirit of uh, of discipleship, and yeah, like you said, I I served with Net Ministries for two years right out of high school, and I was a youth minister for two of my four years out at U Mary, and so yeah, I do um, I definitely have like a missionary heart and a missionary zeal, and I think I was going into parish life beyond U Mary like very nervous that I felt like I was going to have to be a pioneer of, you know, I, am I going to have to take on the brunt of everything to let maybe create a parish life or different things like that. I was very nervous, but walking into St. Andrews and I remember going to my first mass and I'm um, going to mass and then exiting and you have this big social hall and you couldn't help but get caught up in the conversation that was happening you couldn't help but you know all of these cute little kids handing out donuts <laughs> and goodies after mass and you know we just love little kids but um and then you know the little kid leads you up to their parent and the parent's like oh my gosh i haven't seen you here before and it just was this natural beautiful um evangelism that it wasn't even you know it wasn't like any of them had practiced this like okay you know Molina's gonna walk in the room like she's Mm -hmm. new here it wasn't like Father Daniel had like moved the pegs to make everything happen but it was just (laughs) it was natural 
and it was so beautiful and you know now after a year of being here now I, I get to be that more the behind the scenes of what what discipleship looks like but it was first me getting to receive and being served and just mm-hmm. being loved that I couldn't help but want to be a part of the mission and be involved so yeah so beautiful let me just uh, mention again 877-795-0122 is the phone number realpresenceradio.com is the website to make your your contribution and uh, those contributions that come in will have that uh, challenge matching gift courtesy of St. Pius Catholic Church in uh, Babbitt and also cool. Daryl from Bemidji who's offering uh, offering this for his niece with the intention that perhaps uh, we might pray that she come back to the faith mm. also uh, Rocky and Deb from East Grand Forks are offering a, a, a challenge matching gift as well in loving memory of Rocky's father, Chuck Shaving, and also an anonymous contribution. Yeah. So this sounds like a so really good half hour to This is a good donate. half hour to make your donation. 877 795 or I think I'm going to give my gift this hour. Y- well, hour. I would. I would. This is a good one to match. Wait, Father Daniel, what parish are you going to give it to? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! This is to Real Presence Radio. Yeah, this is. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you mean the credit? <laughs> yeah, oh no, we'll split it. We'll split it eighty twenty. Just St. Andrew, St. Matthias, which oh, okay. I'm very privileged privileged to serve. Um, both beautiful and strong, you know, faith uh, and and people that look out for each other. We'll split it eighty twenty, just like the rest of our budget. <laughs> but what a what a what a beautiful story I've been hearing so far. You know, evangelization with no effort. Oh, and oh. It, I mean, from yeah, from <laughs> your, we're, no, we're it's natural. You now. It's yeah. natural. There what was effort. These people make effort. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I yeah. not an intentional yeah. effort to 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 win somebody over. It's a spirit that that they've they've lived because they're okay. in this parish. Mm-hmm. It's part of it is part of their natural, mm-hmm. you know, uh, what what they have become or mu- maybe what they have brought to the parish themselves. Sure. And, and the but but you're just. It's hard to be immersed in the ocean without getting wet. Exactly. Right? Yeah. 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 And it's the, I will say this though that um, not to be contrary, but like the intentionality, I I am so grateful um, for different age groups too. Obviously, there's so like a Melina, you you know, or Katie, mm-hmm. um, kind of. And we'll call it the younger age range, right? You know, fifty and under. So in your twenties or in forties, but then. We have some really every every decade of life. You know, mm-hmm. there are some of our seventy-plus-year-old people that are, they're the most attentive and intentional and oh my gosh, going yeah. after and saying hi to someone. And yeah. it's just beautiful. We have beautiful people yeah. that way. Uh, and then even the design. So when you moved here, we just finished the renovation. Yes, kind of major <laughs> renovation of uh, St. Andrews. And one of the uh, major discussion points was uh, how do we structure the entrance and. The, the social hall in the old, it was a gym and cafeteria, mm-hmm. and everyone had to flow through the cafeteria to get into the church. And there was this benefit that everyone would get captured in there. Yep. And so when there was the social happening, it was just natural. You get mm-hmm. sucked in, or however, yeah. there's a more beautiful way that you say it. <laughs> but so we was like, yeah, no, the way sure. we structure this and add this on, we, we want to keep that same flow. Mm-hmm. Our parishioners are thinking that way. Yeah, which is completely, yeah. you know, it, it, at first it was, you know, it was just, oh, like this is the way it is. But now, you know, getting to, to sit and look is just, yeah, the intentionality, even in the way the building is set up mm-hmm. of saying, no, even in the way that we we build ourselves from the ground up, we are going to be an intentional parish, mm-hmm. which is amazing. Yeah, and there's so much, I'm just, I'm just, I even still sort of marvel, how did that all develop? There's... Even the priest. So last week I was sharing on um, Facebook and some the vocation stories from priests that grew up here. Yeah. Because uh, there's a, a number of them, and in their stories, there there are things particular to either their families or to this parish that helped um, 
So like the priest at Molina's home parish is Father Timothy Lang. He grew up here. And, um, you know, before, oh, Father Seth Goglin. Father Seth, yeah. Uh, who's in Grand Rapids, Minnesota. He grew up, he was ordained, we were classmates. And um, sharing about um, those dynamics in the parish, how they, how they impacted them. And then how some of their parents were involved in things like, um, we'll just say retreats where people had invited them and persisted in inviting their mm-hmm. parents on mm-hmm. retreats like Crucio. Mm-hmm. And so this life kind of flowed, but someone had to invite them and was persistent. Yeah. And the parish priests that had been here, I think it sounds like we're pretty dedicated to those kinds of things, but there's parishioners and others that just were like little evangelists. And yeah. We're seeing the fruit of that, even yeah. in all these priestly vocations. Yeah. Well, and one thing I love too is, um, you know, with COVID happening, it's just been an absolutely wild experience that um, I don't, I don't think I, I ever expected. Um, I actually remember talking to um, Britt at one point when things were, who's one of our, our staff members. And I remember turning to her and saying about you, Father Daniel, of being like, we are living in a time that we are never going to live in again of getting to see our staff working together to foster community and to see your father's heart coming in out in a way that we had never seen before to build bible studies to you know you doing live streams every day to doing night prayer and day prayer and my lexio divina series and all of these different things that were happening um and how I think it's united us across the decades as well. I mean, I lead a Bible study. I'm 25 years old. Mm-hmm. I lead a Bible study where the average age is 55, mm-hmm. you know, somewhere in the older range. So and other I, young people. So other young people, yeah, sure. definitely. <laughs> and uh, But I was definitely very intimidated going in. And um, they are my joy. And they're one of the highlights of my week now, I will say. Uh, getting to hang out with my with my Bible study, and I I definitely learn more from them than they do from me. But um, it's been it's been awesome, and that was something I never expected to come out of sure. COVID and all of that. But yes, pay sen- pay attention to the signs of the times of what the Lord is allowing and doing, and what gifts are present, and, mm-hmm. and move forward. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, and before we're all done, I have to okay. say that one of the blessings here is the, obviously the incredible staff that Lord's brought together. Mm-hmm. Just to say that beautiful, yes, beautiful. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two is the number to call. Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two to make your um, your contribution to Oregon. Go right on realpresenceradio.com. Sounds like Saint Andrew's Saint Matthias has uh, mastered something that I it used to bother me when I would hear fellow parishioners or anybody else saying we have to make people feel welcome. Mm-hmm. And I think which is I think is is a recipe for disaster. You don't want them to feel welcome. You want them to feel as though they belong, that this is their home, this is where they are. It's right that they are here. They're not welcome. This is their place, too. And it sounds like you've nailed that here, Father. The people here over many years have nailed that. That's the interesting thing, too, um, that, like, you've talked about, I don't know, things I'm doing. When other people have gifts, you know, what's the goal of a father? To let people's gifts develop and flourish. Mm -hmm. And if other people are better at something, why would you insert yourself, you know? Because that would be ridiculous but um so it's been interesting with the dynamics flowing here and to see now these different gifts coming to the bear like uh, to the fore all right now we need you and certain others to do these online groups there are other groups like thursday night i have uh, there's a large group that it's a zoom meeting it's mostly people that i wouldn't have expected to join a zoom group but but they are very thoughtful people then after that there's a group like 10 to 12 dads that are in their 20s and 30s that had been an exodus 90 and then it's a continuing men's group so there's that kind of age group and they've got that's been going there are just people that form these little groups 
spontaneously, and that's what yeah. I, I, I've tried to allow and, and foster and encourage because it's that kind of thing, people get in the habit of reaching out or continuing to do that, yeah. that uh, I think will bear fruit. Yeah, and when we feed each other's spirits in in small groups and spending time together, getting to know each other on a one-to-one basis, I mean, that's when the missionary call becomes so evident is I, yes, I want to give away the same way in which I have been received. And when we're, you know, the whole cliche of like, you can't give what you don't have. Well, if we aren't inviting our, you know, our active parishioners into groups and times together um, in smaller groups, like how are we going to expect them to want to go out, you Mm -hmm. know, on a Sunday and see a face that they've never seen before if they don't have that that confidence of knowing where they come from and who they belong to and what they stand for. Yeah. And then to see the joy of uh, some of this, you're standing for things sometimes that are difficult. And by the way, this is a great half hour to give because there's so many matching grants. What's the phone yeah. number? 877-795-0122. Mm-hmm. Inviting is key, right? Right. <laughs> so, but I think that um, one of the beauties here too is there's this, like you have the sense that someone's inviting you into something that might be, well, it's joyful. There's mm-hmm. this joy. There's this kind of sense of friendship, even though something might be difficult. Like a lot of people find it difficult to go to Mass every week or to, you know, sacrifice, you know, let's say, financially or volunteering. And there's great volunteerism here. There's consistent giving here. It's just so beautiful. But there, there's joy in the sacrifice. And then they're inviting others into that. And commitment, which is hard for many yes. people, but commitment can bring joy. Um, even, again, like Father, um, all the priests. So, now, this is from back in the day, but Father Mike Schmitz, when he grew up here, he said his mm. parents, um, they forced him to go to Mass. He hated that. Father Seth Goglin said parents forced him to go to Mass. He hated that. Father Timothy Lang, I think he said he hated that, but his parents forced him to go to Mass. There's this consistent pattern of these guys that became priests. Yeah. Their parents forced them to go to Mass, and they went every week. And they start talking about in their vocation stories is that's one of the first that's the, mo- that's the first thing they talk about. It's part of mine, too. So even when there's things that we think, oh, they're going to resent it, they're going to hate like, that was a critical thing. Mm-hmm. They persevered through that. And then there's devotion to the Eucharist. And it was, you know, both parents, too, uh, in most cases, are, were devoted. But um, so many blessings that way. Yeah. Sacrifice with joy, welcoming the others into that, and that sacrifice and commitment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And now, Melina, thankfully, is committed to being here and working and serving different ways. And now there are this, these marauders medallions hanging. <laughs> you marry medallions you marry, hanging at our front desk. <laughs> you marry gears yep. everywhere. I'm yep. slowly infiltrating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and we've been joined by a certain Daniel John, the Dan Johns and Brainerd Lakes Catholic Churches, um, our faith formation director for high school and uh, adults. And uh, he'll be on the next hour in his story about Katie Jacobs and their, their kind of shared story about her conversion. So welcome, Dan. Thank you. It's good to be here. And see, Dan, see the reach of our... Melina went to school um, in is it Bismarck? Bismarck, yeah. But Dan grew up where? Dickinson, North Dakota. My goodness. Dickinson. So again, some of the marvels of St. Andrew, St. Matthias, and the other churches in Brainerd that we have such rich... Um, you know, popular come from such rich places coming to live here, you know. Yeah. Soil of North Dakota. The so soil of North Dakota soil is... Uh, North Dakota. Some good soil out yeah. there. <laughs> so, and we're blessed with what Dan is doing. But again, you know, it's a great, great time to make a commitment to Real Presence Radio, 877-795-0122. Uh, and there are several different levels at which 
you know you can contribute to and and there isn't a level that's right or wrong or better or worse i mean it, if you're if you're giving what you can give in prudence, then you are participating in exactly the manner you should. And uh, for example, the archangel level is at uh, five thousand dollars or more. Perhaps you can contribute. Perhaps not at that at that level. You may, you may be not as gifted in that area. Maybe you can contribute at the apostle level, which is a thousand dollar gift. The disciple level is five hundred dollars. You can do the messenger level. Now, this is $360, which is about $30 a month. It's a little less than a dollar a day. When you, when you break it down that way, you think, you know what, I, I, I listen probably a dollar's worth a day at least, you know, <laughs> maybe I, or, or more. Maybe I can contribute that much. Um, maybe you want to contribute at the evangelist level of $250. But, you know, just because those are the levels we've highlighted, that doesn't mean those are the only ones um, available. Uh, you know, Sometimes in times like this, you hear kids emptying out their piggy bank, and they've got $8.23. And I think, where'd they get all that money? When I was a kid, I didn't have it. <laughs> $8.23, that's my candy money. But, uh, you know, whatever it is you can give. Um, uh, Jesus fed thousands with just a couple of loaves and, mm-hmm. and, and a couple of fish. And, uh, you know, give him that opportunity. Give him what, you, what you're able to. We do have uh, an anonymous contribution from uh, from Brainerd as well that we want to thank that individual for uh, for making that contribution being part of the of the effort 8777950122 or realpresenceradio.com is the website mm. any well, more about St Andrews well Dan I know Dan's a parishioner at a neighboring mm-hmm. parish but works see one of our blessings here is uh, multiple parishes working together. But what have you seen in this Brainerd area um, in terms of blessings and, and parish life? Anything incredible? Yeah, I think so. I've been in Brainerd for 11 years, and uh, really from the first uh, weekend that I moved here, um, I thought there was something just different about this, the Catholic community uh, here in Brainerd. And I still remember, so I'm technically, I work, I'm employed. And I, my office is at St. Andrews, um, but I'm also employed by St. Francis and All Saints, and uh, St. Francis is actually where I'm a uh, parishioner. But I still remember the first two Masses I went to. The first one was at 9 o'clock Sunday morning at St. Francis, and I remember being there, and the church was just about full, and there were crying babies mm-hmm. during throughout Mass. And I, from where I was coming from, I thought, this is really odd that there's families with babies uh, that are actually coming to mass, <laughs> so the, the just the participation there, I thought, gosh, this seems different than um, some of the places I've lived in the past, and even coming over here, the first time I came to a Sunday mass here at St. Andrews, um, I couldn't leave without people approaching me um, and actually wanting to talk with me. Hey, who are you? I've never seen you before, and but in in a very welcoming way. It wasn't. Uh, I'm sorry. <coughs> Deacon Dan, I actually did feel welcome, but um, I know that's the, <laughs> that's contrary to what you just said. I'm just sorry to start a radio Just fight. don't leave it there. That's all What's I'm saying beautiful. is don't, don't what leave I, it What there. I love, though, is that there's it, these are not mutually exclusive things. There's a clear commitment. Like We believe the Catholic faith. In fact, mostly you know, the Catholic faith, as it's, as it's taught, and there's a devotion to the Eucharist, and people go to confession, and but there's still this, kind of, this spirit of welcome. They're not exclusive from each other. Even... To be honest, um, with all the families and all the crying babies and children, I think one of the secrets here to the fruit, it's not just adoration, um, consistent mass attendance, all the spirit. I, I think 
put it this way, the evidence is pretty clear. A lot of people practice natural family planning <laughs> and engage in the sacrifices involved. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know it from discussion and from people, but also um, just from their openness to life, too, that yeah. uh, there's a lot of sacrifice there of love, and that bears a lot of fruit. So you felt welcome while you were here, and you heard crying babies, and thought, this is strange. Yeah, it's a beautiful, uh, it's a beautiful thing. As long as that baby wasn't too close. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. They can get messy. <laughs> <coughs> uh, yeah, Deacon Dan, you really chose the wrong co-host. Uh, I think it should have been the Dan and Dan. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we've got three Dans here. I know there's at least a couple of more in your church we could uh, yeah, we could yeah. reel in. I, I, don't know if I we've just want to let you guys know I, my name's not Dan. You're not Dan. I'm not Dan. That's for sure. <laughs> Melinda. Melina. 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 <laughs> Which is like Dan, except it's spelled But you went to like school near Mandan. Yeah. yeah. Mandan's <clears throat> across the river. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two and uh, realpresenceradio.com is the website. We do hope you'll help us to uh, to um, uh, get some more donations in here over the course of the next uh, hour and days. I actually to support the work of uh, of Real Presence Radio, uh, the the differences it is making in uh, in Catholic and non-Catholic you know listeners' lives as well and. Um, uh, it, it's an avenue for the truth, and uh, you know what can go wrong. <laughs> we we put the truth out there, and uh, and people can can accept it or, or deny it. But we've done what we can. So eight seven 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 nine five zero one two two or realpresenceradio.com. Join us again for more of the live drive on Real Presence Radio.